Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater. Opening at the Imperial Theater, October 7th, 1943, One Touch of Venus, with music by Kurt Weil, lyrics by Ogden Nash, and a book by S.J. Perlman and Ogden Nash was based on the novella The Tinted Venus by Thomas Anstey Guthrie, and very loosely spoofing the Pygmalion myth. The idea for turning Guthrie's 1885 novella into a musical started with costume designer Irene Sheriff, who had worked with Kurt Weill on Broadway's Lady in the Dark in 1941. Initially, Bella Spiewak, who co-authored the books for the Broadway musicals Leave It to Me and Kiss Me Kate, was tasked with writing the One Touch of Venus book. When Weil and Nash were unhappy with the results, she was dismissed, and producer Cheryl Crawford then turned to S.J. Perlman, who had been scriptwriter for the Marx Brothers, to assist Nash in writing the book. The musical's storyline was radically changed, abandoning the period setting of Guthrie's novel. The authors chose to keep the general plot, but moved it into a contemporary setting that allowed it to feel fresh and relatable. The legendary Elia Kazan directed the production, and Agnes DeMille, who had scored a triumph with her game-changing dances for Oklahoma earlier that year, provided the choreography. Film and radio favorite Kenny Baker made his only Broadway appearance, playing the lead role of Rodney. Marlene Dietrich was originally intended to play the role of Venus, while insisting that she was perfect for the part. It is rumored that she was uncomfortable with the sexual nature of the character, calling it, quote, too sexy and profane, unquote, and backed out of the project. In reality, however, when Dietrich sang for her audition, she could barely be heard above a simple piano accompaniment, and it is assumed that she didn't have the vocal confidence for the role. With the loss of the great Dietrich, the authors needed to find a new Venus, and several actresses turned it down, including stars Gertrude Lawrence and Vera Zorina. They then had the inspired idea of turning to Mary Martin, who had charmed and seduced audiences singing My Heart Belongs to Daddy in the 1938 Cole Porter musical Leave It to Me. Martin, in a supporting role and making her Broadway debut, had stolen the show from its stars William McGaxton, Victor Moore, and Sophie Tucker. She did this by performing a mock strip tease, singing the ditty as she dropped ermine raps. Audiences went wild. The authors and producers remembered this and called upon Martin to be their new Venus. From there, Mary Martin went from a Broadway newcomer to a Broadway star in One Touch of Venus, the big step that would launch her into the firmament as the darling of musical theater. Here on the March 19, 1951 episode of The Railroad Hour are Ginny Sims as Venus and Gordon McRae as Rodney with Marvin Miller and Donna Hayner in One Touch of Venus. Ladies and gentlemen, The Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Association of American Railroads presents the recent Broadway musical hit, One Touch of Venus, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, Ginny Sims. 
Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another big musical hit is brought to you transcribed by the American Railroads. The same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Thank you, Marvin Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, in tonight's story, the part of Venus will be played by Miss Music herself, Ginny Sims. And I'm Rodney the Barber, who tells you what it's like to know one touch of Venus. saw Venus was in the main gallery of the Whitlaw Savory Foundation of Modern Art. I'd gone there to shave Mr. Savory, but class was in session and I had to wait. Barbara, I've been waiting 3,000 years. 
You've awakened me with your ring. You're my love. I'm not your love. <laughs> I'm Rodney Hatch. And I'm engaged to Gloria Kramer. And uh, what did you say your name was? Rodney Hatch. Rodney Hatch. <laughs> Venus Hatch. Oh. <laughs> oh, old lady, please. I told you I was engaged. Of course, Gloria's mad at me right now, but we're going to make up, and I've got to have that ring. Tell me about Gloria. Huh? Tell me all about Gloria. Well, she's... Well, anyway, I love her. I had a love, and my love was fair. Fair as a summer's dawn. I lost my love. I never know where. Suddenly she was gone. The west wind stirred the meadow. The night she slipped away. And I seemed to glimpse her shadow. When the west wind rushes the day. Oh, west wind. Can you waken my true love? West wind, can you whisper in your love? Speak to her softly of the dream we lost. The dream we lost. The dream we lost. desire an old love when a new one is offered. Why do you want Gloria when you can have Venus? Oh, no, no, no. See here, you, you keep away from me. Rodney. I've got to get out of here. He's gone. Why should a man awaken you and then walk out on you? No man has walked out on me since I was born 3,000 years ago. I don't look 3,000 years old, do I? I don't. No man has walked out on me since I was born 2,900 years ago. And if Rodney Hatch thinks he's going to get away with it, he's very much mistaken. I think. I hope. Will you tell me how these things happen? Have I trusted in love too much? When did the magic vanish? Have I somehow lost my touch? How gay the world could be Could I love him? Could he love me? Love shouldn't be serious, should it? You mean 
when I ran out of that art gallery. And believe me, I had to run because I knew if I didn't that I was liable to... to, to, to let her keep Gloria's ring. Well, I, I got home and I was phoning Gloria when... Hello, Rodney, darling. Oh, no. Venus. Rodney, how sweet. Oh, not you, Gloria. I was talking to another girl. I found you, Rodney. You've been running around the streets in that, 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 that petticoat? Rodney Hatch, what's going on over there? Gloria, I, I... You mean to tell me you call me up when you're with another woman? Well, believe me, I'm coming over there, Rodney Hatch, and when I get my hands on that creature... I can't you... stand any more of that. Gloria! Gloria, speak to me! She can't. I've silenced her. Oh, why did you do it? Rodney, look into my eyes. You don't mind, I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> I was just leaving. Rodney. Rodney. Some other time. I'd love to, but I... Rodney. There. That's much better. Now, put your arms around me, Rodney. Mm, that's right. Oh, gee. I never felt like this before. Very few men have, Rodney. When you're in love with Venus, you're in love with love. Speak low when you speak love. A summer day withers away. Adrift, we're swept apart. 
ends, everything ends, too soon, too soon. I wait, darling, I wait. Will you speak more to me, speak love to me, and This is something that never was before. On land or on sea. This calls for a real celebration. You're right, darling. How should we celebrate? Well, let's go down to Sheepshead Bay and have a big shore dinner. All right, darling. Whatever you say. second act of One Touch of Venus in just a moment. You know, to us, the most wonderful thing about the Railroad Hour is the many friendly letters we receive from you listeners telling us how much you like the program. So, in turn, we've long wanted to show our appreciation. Now we're ready. And, uh, well, Gordon, suppose you tell our listeners what we've got for them. Well, I'll be glad to, Marvin. Folks, as our way of saying thanks, we put together a fascinating, colorful, 32-page souvenir booklet of the Railroad Hour. Packed with photographs of the stars and members of the cast. Complete with interesting facts about their exciting careers. Yes, and there's the roll call of the Railroad Hour hits from Allegro to the Vagabond King. With dates, titles, guest stars, even a short synopsis of the plot. And an interesting behind-the-scenes tour of the Railroad Hour. Well, sir, it's the next thing to a visit. In fact, it is a pictorial visit to our Hollywood studio. And it's a goldmine of fascinating little-known facts about the railroads, too. Yes, there's more. But we're going to let you enjoy the fun of discovery for yourself as you leaf leisurely through the colorful pages of this interesting Railroad Hour souvenir booklet. Now get a paper and pencil and listen carefully while I tell you how to get your free copy of our Railroad Hour booklet. All set? Here's what you do. Just print your name and address clearly, a penny postcard will do, and mail it to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. You got it? Simply mail your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. In a short time, the mailman will bring you your copy of the Railroad Hour Souvenir Booklet. Hi, this is Porchlight's Production and Operation Director, Alex Ryan. Thank you for listening to WPMT. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today to Porchlight Music Theater at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration, and we hope you enjoy the show. And now, here is the second act of One Touch of Venus, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, Ginny Sims. Well, I'm telling you, I was in an awful stew for a while. There I was, engaged to Gloria Kramer and in love with Venus. 
When Venus and I came back from Sheepshead Bay, there was Gloria waiting in the parlor of the boarding house. And old brother. Rodney Hatch, what have you done with my ring? Well, I'll tell you, Gloria, but... Mother was right. She said even if you did manage to pay for it, you'd probably lose it. All right, I lost it. I hocked it, I threw it away. So what? That's telling her, Rodney. Rodney, who is this woman? I'm Venus. Yeah? Who were your parents? The Mediterranean. I was born of the sea foam. You're crazy. And furthermore, you're a man thief, a gold digger, and... Be careful, my dear. You can't help your temper any more than you can help your knock knees. But if you don't keep still, I may turn you into a toad. Is that so? Now, you listen to me. Oh, you keep still. What did you say? I don't intend to be pushed around by you any longer. Spoken like a man. You can't lead me around by the nose. A man's nose is his castle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm certainly not going to stay here and be insulted. I don't blame you. I'd go immediately. And I'm going to tell my mother on you, you... To think I've been taking that for five years. And if it wasn't for you, I'd be taking it for the rest of my life. Gee. What's the matter, Rodney? Well, suddenly I'm afraid. I'm, I'm afraid of losing you. Rodney, you'll never be alone again, I promise you. But gee, what if you should decide that, that I'm not the right fellow for you? Mm, I know what I want, Rodney. After all, I'm old enough to, well... <laughs> well, anyway, when the one man in the world comes along, a girl like me... No. You could shuffle him with millions, soldiers and civilians. I'd pick him out in the darkest caves and hallways. I would know him always, beyond a doubt. Identification. Easily to me because that's here. You know the way I feel when there is autumn in the air. That's him. That's him. The way you feel when Antoine has finished with your hair. That's him. That's him. You know the way you feel when you smell bread baking. The way you feel when suddenly a tooth stops aching. Wonderful world. Wonderful you. That's him. That's him. He is a simple as a swell in summer, not arty, not actory. He's like a plumber when you need a plumber. He's satisfactory. You know the way you feel when you want to knock on wood. When your heart is gone, oh, gone, wonderful world, wonderful you. 
that's the way you feel, we'd better start making plans. You ever hear of Ozone Heights? No. What are they? Well, it's a great big new real estate development over on Staten Island. Every bungalow's just the same. They all got an electric incinerator, a radio that looks like a fireplace, and a fireplace that looks like a radio. <laughs> and when you sign the lease, you get a year's subscription to a magazine. Oh, Rodney. You're sweet. You're exciting. You're wonderful. Creepers, creepers. If I love you this much now, just think how I'll love you in five years. Waiting for a wooden wedding. Golly, how the birds will sing. While we whistle in the garden, planting onions in the spring. Waiting for a wooden wedding. Golly, how the bees will buzz. Spreading pollen on the flowers. We can do what a bee can do. You shall have on every anniversary a present you can pay for later. Maybe a tenant for nursery or a shelf for judging. Incinerator Waiting for our wooden wedding Golly, what a trail we'll leave Sip and Coca-Cola at the pianola On our wooden wedding Of course, Rodney Ozone Heights isn't exactly what I'm accustomed to. Oh, you'll love it. Why, every day you can cook and sew and wash and talk with the neighbors. And before you know it, it'll be 7 o'clock and hubby will be coming up the stoop. The big stoop. <laughs> Won't you ever be late or early? Oh, no, sirree. I'm as punctual as clockwork. I like everything on the dot. And I keep wondering, if you see me every day, would you want to see me every night? Sure. <laughs> Married people are all the same, aren't they? Well, I've never been able to be like anybody else. Oh, don't worry. Ozone Heights will change all that. Now, you wait here. I'm going to phone and see if it's too late to apply for a marriage license today. All right, darling. Oh, Rodney, I do love you. But Ozone Heights, radios that look like fireplaces, and fireplaces that look like radios, washing clothes, washing dishes, Maybe when I was 17, but now I'm 29, um, 3,000 years old. I, I just couldn't face it. Goodbye, Rodney. Venus? Venus, where are you? She was gone. I think I knew it long before I found the ring in the table, long before I ran through the streets to the art gallery and saw that my Venus was a statue again. I stood there looking at her. The nicest goddess I ever met. And I said to her, why did you leave? You said I'd never be alone again. We're late. Oh, darling, we're late. The curtain descends, everything ends. Too soon, too soon. Excuse me. Can you tell me where I register for the art course? I said, where do I register for the... Why are you looking at me like that? Do you know you look just like that statue? Where do you come from? Ozone Heights. What? 
You like it there? Well, I wouldn't think of living anywhere else. My name is Rodney Hatch. Well, mine is... Uh... Oh, never mind. You don't have to tell me. I know. Time is old and love so brief. Love is pure gold and time a thief. We're late. Oh, darling, we're late. The curtain descends, everything ends. back in just a moment. Thanks to Marvin Miller, Donna Hainer, and our entire company. One Touch of Venus with music by Kurt Vile and book and lyrics by Ogden Nash and S.J. Perlman was adapted for the Railroad Hour by Gene Holloway. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at this time by the American Railroad. Folks, you've thanked us in thousands of friendly letters for the music heard on the Railroad Hour. And now we want to thank you for your interest and kindness. And that's why we put together an attractive Railroad Hour souvenir booklet with 32 pages packed with pictures and sketches from the life stories of your favorite Railroad Hour stars and members of the cast. Be sure to write for your free copy. And please send your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. That's the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. You'll get your copy as a personal gift from us in the very near future. And now here again is lovely Ginny Sims. <laughs> Gordon, I want to congratulate you. I understand the readers of Radio Television Mirror Magazine voted the Railroad Hour their favorite radio musical program. Well, that's right, Ginny. We're very happy that our show has so many friends. We feel that our wonderful guest stars like you have had a lot to do with it. So thanks again, Ginny, and thanks for a wonderful performance tonight. Oh, aboard. Folks, next Monday we're doing something we think you'll want to hear. An English version of Puccini's beautiful opera... Madam Butterfly, with Nadine Connor as our guest star. Until next week, this is Gordon McRae saying goodbye. Touch of Venus was transcribed in Hollywood and presented by special arrangement with the Tams Whitmark Music Library. Gordon McRae can be seen starring in the Warner Brothers production, The West Point Story. Miss Ginny Sims appears every Tuesday night in her own television show. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroad. And now keep tuned to your Monday night of music on NBC. Ginny Sims had a hugely successful career from the mid-1930s through the early 1950s, starting out as a band singer, where she received national exposure when she joined the K. Kaiser Orchestra. 
She made popular films at both MGM and Universal Studios, including Hit the Ice with Abbott and Costello, You'll Find Out with Peter Lorre, Bella Lugosi, and Boris Karloff, and the Cole Porter biopic Night and Day with Cary Grant and Alexis Smith. In October 1944, producer-actress Mary Pickford purchased the screen rights to One Touch of Venus for $150,000. At that time, Pickford had hoped to film the play with its original Broadway cast, including star Mary Martin and using Agnes DeMille's ballets, but this plan was abandoned due to Martin's pregnancy. One Touch of Venus finally received a film adaptation in 1948, starring Ava Gardner, Robert Walker, Dick Hames, and Eve Arden. As was often the case in early film adaptations of Broadway musicals, most of the score was thrown out the window. Released by Universal International, the film received mostly negative reviews and really played more as a comedy than a musical. In August 1955, the NBC television network broadcast a more faithful adaption of the musical play, starring Janet Blair and Russell Nye, directed by George Schaefer. Over the years, the Pygmalion myth has been the source of numerous Broadway musicals, including Rodgers and Hart's I Married an Angel and Lerner and Lowe's My Fair Lady, as well as film and TV comedies like Mannequin in 1987 with Andrew McCarthy and Kim Cattrall and Goddess of Love in 1988, starring Vanna White and David Naughton. Theaters across the country need your support now more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber. Music